The following is an arrival address given by His Holiness Jaya Pataka Swami Maharaj on January 3rd, 1992 in Mathuradesh. Thank you for your reception, accepting on behalf of the Brahma Madhya Madhva Gaudiya Vaishnava Sampradaya spiritual masters, the previous Acharyas, yes I am one of their representatives, so out of respect for their greatness, accept your worship and respect and pray that previous acharyas may all give you their blessings. Which topic would you like me to speak on at this point? A philosophical talk or something what's been happening since I was here last? I was here in August, I believe. End of July. So... In the months uh, following that, there were some Rathayatras in uh, Malaysia, which I went to. There's a, a city called Tilak Inten that doesn't have a temple. It has a number of devotees, doctors, and estate managers, and other well-situated people, plus some regular uh, people. But they organize every year a Rathyatra. It's like a Namhat. They meet every Sunday together. So they get about 7,000 people to come for the Rathyatra. In fact, it's one of the biggest Rathyatras in the year. Bigger than many of the Rathyatras organized by the established temples. Because uh, this is the main function. And they organize it quite well. All the temples come also. So there's about ten Rathyatras like that in Malaysia. And there was another Rathyatra in Ipoh, which is the third largest city in Malaysia, in the month of uh, August. Then uh, for a couple of days I went down to Melbourne, Australia. Came back up and went to... Uh, back to Kuala Lumpur... Malaysia and uh, Melbourne, one of the devotees who was connected before with uh, Bangalore, is uh, organized congregational programs for the Melbourne Temple. And they have a lot of uh, professional uh, people, primarily from the Indian community, who are participating in their program. They have their own class on a Wednesday or Thursday, I forget which day, really Wednesday, then on Saturday they do some book distribution or some preaching, 
and uh, from the temple. On Sunday they help to organize the Sunday feast from the temple. They do the main cooking and everything for the Sunday feast. So they have about 30, 40, I don't know, they have quite a few, maybe more than 50 now, people actively involved in the, this programs. So Vijay Gopikesh is coordinating that. And he's uh, moved up to a highly respected program now in the temple. So I went there to encourage those devotees, a lot of them taking shelter of me, and came right back to uh, Kuala Lumpur, where we had an initiation ceremony in the evening. And the next day there was a Navhat conference in a place uh, near Penang Island called Bukit Mertajam. About 250 Namhat uh, preachers came from all over northern Malaysia, and we had a program, seminar, discussion on Namhat, and then there was a groundwork laid for having a Padayatra festival in the month of December. So then I got a information that uh, there was a special program in Bangladesh organized. They wanted me to be the chief guest, so I flew from Singapore to Bangladesh to Malaysia, from Malaysia to Singapore to Bangladesh. And in Chittagong, in a place called Jamshed Hall, which was supposed to be where Indian independence or some historical aspect of Indian independence was, freedom movement was uh, enacted there. So that hall was a uh, big capacity, about 20, 30,000 people without chairs just sitting in. It's a big stage and a big uh, festival area. So there are members of uh, parliament from the Hindu community, the Nepal ambassador, Indian high commissioner. They all spoke on the occasion of Janmashtami. And I was the chief guest, so I spoke. I was the only one to speak about Krishna consciousness. Everything else was a little bit political. But that's what you expect from politicians. So everyone was appreciating that something about Krishna and Janmashtami. They're uh, naturally politically concerned in that country because the Hindus are a minority. Only 20%. And the a lot of difficulties they've faced in the past year. So they feel very encouraged, though, that Krishna consciousness has given them a kind of an identity. We do programs throughout the year in all the different districts in, of Bangladesh. They're very good uh, devotees of Lord Chaitanya in the sense that they're very dedicated to Lord Chaitanya. So anyway, from uh, Chittagong I went to... Uh, Dhaka, where our temple had been uh, attacked last year, so we had to reconstruct it, and we put the deities in the uh, in the new temple room. We had a fire yagya and some ceremonies, initiation ceremony. And then about eleven, about seven o'clock, I flew back to Calcutta. It was Janmashtami Day. Drove out to Mayapur, reached there at 11.30 at night in time for the Abhishek for Ranamana. So one day we covered 
two or three different cities. Sometimes they have these very tight programs. So in Mayapur there was also thousands of visitors for the Janmashtami festival and the next day for Prabhupada's Vyasa Puja. They prepared over 500 preparations for Prabhupada's Vyasa Puja feasts. And different devotees made their offerings on that occasion. So, then in the meantime, after that, uh, toward northeast India, we laid the foundation uh, for, we're going to, we're going to, we planned, what we're doing right now is, I went at that time because uh, in the months of November, December, and January, right now we're doing 90 days of non-stop festivals through Assam, Bengal, and Orissa. And they're going to be entering into Orissa about the 6th of uh, January. I'm supposed to join them on the 8th and 9th. It started off in uh, Gohati with the governor, or Mr. Misra, who uh, inaugurated the 90-day festival and the uh, celebrating the 25th anniversary of Silver Jubilee of Iskan. It was very interesting because, as you might know, from the newspapers that in Assam there's a, a group called Ulfa, which has basically declared war against India. India has reciprocated with them, declared war against them. So when the governor came to our program, there was about 150 black cats. <laughs> They're not a little four-legged ones that two-legged ones with machine guns. <laughs> and uh, they, had, they had two uh, bodyguards on me with uh, Sten guns from the airport. It was a little bit tense, but by uh, like Krishna's mercy, nothing happened. But uh, while the, in fact, the governor, after giving his formal speech, he looked around and said everybody was quite attentive devotees and he went another half hour just extempo explaining how he had taken Diksha from a Vaishnava guru and he really appreciated the Hare Krishna movement and everybody should plug in uh, to the powerhouse and get the strength by uh, spiritual practices and he said I'm only speaking this way because you're all a spirit a religious audience otherwise if I spoke like this normally in a political audience everyone get up and leave So he was actually very favorable. He went and bowed down before the deities and uh, offered worship to the Rukmini Krishna deity. According to the Assamese, although there's... According to the Assamese, uh, they say that Rukmini comes from Assam. And uh, so we had Rukmini Krishna deity instead of Radha Krishna. Krishna personally went to Gohati. It's ancient name was Divya Pragjotishpur. It's the ancient temple of uh, Kamaksha there. And it was the place of uh, Narakasur. So Krishna went there and uh, had a battle with Narakasur, defeating him. And he also delivered the, the princesses who were captured by Banasur. And that he accepted as his 16,000 uh, queens. 
So the devotees that came there from Mayapur and different parts of India, they and different parts of the world, they visited some of these holy places. The lotus footprint of Krishna is there. Brahmaputra River. Viswam Viswa Vishta Muni's uh, bhajan place or meditation place. Like the many sacred places are there. Then I went uh, from there preaching on Back to Mayapur, went to South India for a meeting, went to Vrindavan. Then uh, again I came back to Assam near the end of the, the last days of the program in Assam. And the chief minister of uh, Assam, Mr. Hiteshwar Saikya, he came. And he uh, claims to be a descendant from the Thai people who had conquered over that part of India, of Assam several centuries ago. And, uh, but uh, he also said he's a Vaishnava. He bowed down before our deities in Silchar. We have a temple there. So he's, he spoke about the need for integrating people and races and he said Krishna consciousness was doing that to its spiritual teaching. So he was appreciated. So, there's a, I go one place and there's some preliminary thing and then later on it develops into another program. But I wouldn't be fair to end the discussion about Silchar. I know very, probably very few of you may have even heard of Silchar. It's tucked away on the other side of India, opposite side of Bangladesh, near Tripura and Manipur, I'm sure you heard of those places. Silchar uh, used to be part of the ancient uh, Bengal hundreds of years ago and part of the Kachar district was uh, part of the Silet area which is where Lord Chaitanya's parents appeared in uh, Dhaka Dakin, Silet so at the partition, some ended in India and some went to Bangladesh. So the people there speak Bengali in Silchar area. And uh, they're basically also devoted to Lord Chaitanya. So they organized a prasad distribution, which I think was, apart from maybe one time I had bigger in Mayapur, it was one of the biggest prasad distributions I ever seen. And it was not the normal kind of feeding where, you know, you have people sit down in the road and just all the beggars come. But they put tables and chairs, closed off a road, and for one kilometer they had table and chairs. And at one time, five, ten thousand people would, I don't know, I mean, it's beyond counting, one kilometer, you can figure out how many. It's thousands of people would sit down every 15 minutes, a new batch. And members of uh, the, you know, Legislative assembly were coming and taking prasadam, public, you know, rich and poor, everyone. And they gave, uh, they gave, uh, kichiri, which is like, uh, you know, pongal, little liquidy, with chutney, a vegetable, and sweet rice. Four or five preparation to 50,000 people. Tables and chairs like that. Otherwise in the street, Respectable people won't sit in the street, so they put, they didn't have room in the temple, so they put the tables and chairs, so they gave everybody out banana leaves. 
This is quite a, has some pictures, it's pretty amazing program. So I was there with Bhakti Chua Maharaj, we wanted to get out of there. We, no matter how we tried, that was the time when Indian Airlines had called a flash strike, we couldn't get out. And then uh, they canceled the flight. So I was tucked away in the other side of India. And I had a Bangladesh visa, but I didn't bring my passport. So otherwise I would have escaped through Bangladesh. <laughs> so we were stuck. Bhakti Chua Maharaj, both of we had programs we had to get to. So after doing an evening program there, the next morning at 3 a.m., we drove over the Himalaya, the, what do you call that, the Meghalaya mountains, going through these uh, tribal areas. It's a 13-hour drive to get to Gohati. A beautiful area, though. Rivers and jungles and some places even had roads. <laughs> They're constructing the road. It took, it's only 240 kilometers, but it took 13 hours. So we were averaging 16 kilometers an hour. Because it wasn't you're going this way, you're going this way. <laughs> the road is like that. In fact, when we finally we got, we thought we had crossed through, and then we started, we came, they had built a new road. We were going in a, and just reached through the jungles that came up, and we were in a, going through a quarry where the army was taking rocks out to uh, make the road. And they kind of, had up to that point made the road and they were going forward. When there was suddenly a landslide and everyone started screaming and a big boulder was rolling down. I looked out the window, it was coming right to our car. But the driver, when everyone screamed, he just braked. And I said, Hare Krishna! Hare Krishna! You know, get, get going, you know. And the driver... Chalo, chalo, and then somehow I went forward and uh, that boulder, boom, 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 just went and missed our car by about six inches right in the high <laughs> So a little excitement everywhere. So, so that's what happened last Assam in November. In the meantime, in September, October, actually, I had taken a, a tour of the West, gone to Poland and Italy, Switzerland, England, then went uh, to America, South America for a, a, me a meeting in Ecuador, Peru, uh, Ecuador, uh, Ecuador, Guayaquil, Ecuador. All the leaders of Latin America came together because I've been a preaching in Latin America since 1980. So I'm still one of the GBCs there. So I went there for the meeting. And then uh, three day after three days meeting, came back to Miami where the North American leaders were gathering together for a meeting. So actually there in North America there are organized a special foundation, which is called the ISKCON Foundation, where the, about 20 leading uh, life members and uh, congregational members with five uh, leaders of uh, the temples in North America have formed this foundation. 
with the idea of uh, raising a lot of funds for paying back all the mortgages in the temples and for defending ISKCON and organizing things. So their goal was uh, that uh, Henry Ford's grandson, Ambrish, is the chairman, and some different people, one Mr. Modi from uh, Washington's uh, member and other member, some Saraf or something from uh, Los Angeles. Each of these persons have donated $500,000 to $1 million or more to ISKCON. They're all very big donors. And so bringing them all together to organize uh, fundraising and different uh, central programs. So they had a budget to make a preliminary for their campaign. They needed to raise $800,000. So the first one hour of the meeting amongst themselves, they raised about $260,000 of it, which is, uh, well, $1 million is uh, three crores of rupees, so 300000 is almost a crore of rupees in one, in one hour. And they said that was only half of the, one-third of the, one-half of the people in the meeting had made their pledge. The other half were going to pledge in the next few days. I don't know how much. They said that they felt they could easily collect uh, $8 million in, way, in one year's time. They had a whole agenda to change to public relations for ISKCON, have training camps to train all the temple presidents in North America, how to manage their temples uh, financially or, you know, the technical parts of it, business administration of the temples better. They gave out free books on public relations, and they have a whole agenda, quite uh, detailed. So they're trying to organize, uh, to keep up with uh, the changing times in North America. And uh, their program, of course, is also to expand the membership. So they brought in some experts who said that everyone should be made a member. <laughs> Maybe not a life member, but some kind of a member, and they should be cultivated, and they should be uh, engaged in devotional service. This way, uh, so that's the way that big organizations uh, maintain a relation with people. And then the devotees, after the professionals spoke, they gave different quotes from the Vedas and from Prabhupada's teachings how... Prabhupada wanted us to engage the life members and develop a very close relationship with them so that they can advance spiritually and so on. So it showed that how what the professionals say, what Prabhupada said is very much a parallel. But then we had a private meeting after all the big lectures left and then analyzed what was our progress in North America and then everyone gave themselves like a very low mark as far as really implementing the things. So, like that, they have uh, a lot of goals. This year was a year that uh, ISKCON has been asked to set goals for each uh, temple and for each uh, zone and for the whole world. And next year, uh, this year in uh, February, we'll be meeting in Mayapur and analyzing what our progress has been in the first 25 years of ISKCON and then make five-year goals for the 100th anniversary of Srila Prabhupada in 1996. 
So I had to go to all these different meetings because last year I'm the secretary of the World ISKCON. And uh, a few years ago I was telling, I was trying to encourage people that we should cultivate people that are not living in temples and that uh, that would be the real strength of spreading Krishna consciousness of people who are living in their homes, working outside, they would uh, spread Krishna consciousness. But I didn't get a lot of response at first, but now in the past uh, 10 years since I started the campaign, now it's the main focus that everyone understands that which what I've been saying all along is the temples are training centers and places where devotees can get some association and inspiration as a base for full-time preachers. But uh, full-time devotees who are in their home, but they may be part-time preachers, they're like unlimited how many of them there can be. And uh, they get strength from the temples. So now this is what uh, basically... The whole goal is in North America to have various kinds of members, those who can help financially or those who can help uh, with service or who can help in any way to engage them in devotional service for their own spiritual advancement. And so a lot of people are getting inspired. Things seem to really be uh, improving. It, uh, like in India, naturally people respect uh, the sannyasi as a sadhu. But in America, people don't have that training. So the congregation also doesn't know how to look at the brahmanas or the sannyasis in the temple. So properly, but now that this is proper relationship established, things are improving much uh, better and showing a lot of promise. Anyway, I'm involved and I'm a monitor for the congregational preaching in ISKCON. I'm supposed to monitor ISKCON's progress and report to the GBC what the progress is and what are the areas that need more attention. So in one sense, of course, this uh, program here is like that because everyone here actually has their own occupations. But they gather together and do their prayers and they help to involve other people. So hopefully... The numbers will be involved in these programs are one increasing here and are increasing in all other parts of the world nowadays too. So anyway, how much detail do you want? Ready? So then more recently, I just uh, I was going to come here directly from, I was invited to go to South Africa for the first time I went there over Christmas, uh, just after Christmas. And there they had a big festival in Durban. There's about 800,000 Indian uh, people from Indian origin living in Durban and over about a million in South Africa. So now they've uh, abolished the apartheid uh, laws, segregating the different people. So at our festival, there are people not only from the Indian community, a 
about 200,000 people came from the Indian community, but tens of thousands of people came from the white and black uh, communities there. It was a very big festival program going from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. every day. Big panel and many booths, question and answer. Prashad distribution to everybody that came, over 200,000 plates. One uh, businessman, he purchased 200,000 plates and said, I want you know, one serving to go on each plate. I want all the plates distributed. So it was like the gold. It was right on the beach uh, front. But I couldn't get the reservation from Mauritius to Dubai. I had thought that it was already made that when I made all the arrangements because I went travel agent, there was a life member that said that it would be possible, but he hadn't actually made the reservation. So when we went to go, then there was no reservation available. So that's why I had to go back to Bombay. And because this wasn't uh, a holiday on the first, we thought this was a holiday. So I shifted over to go to Bahrain first and come here. It seems that in the future, both Muscat and Bahrain want me to just to come either to Bahrain or Muscat, because everybody wants the whole weekend. Nobody wants to share time. So like that, wherever I went, I found that devotees are very enthusiastic. They just installed the big uh, deities in uh, Poland in two different places. Deities were sent to India, from, from India. Now in Russia, there's so much uh, book distribution going on. And the pre- now it's uh, previous republics of Soviet Union. That uh, apparently in, uh, in Russia alone, in Russian language, they're distributing through a public campaign. They have advertisements and all the buses, trams, and uh, billboards, everywhere, Bhagavad Gita. So by VPP, people are sending away for Bhagavad Gita, and some days up to 2,000 orders are coming in, prepaid. Such a demand for Bhagavad Gita. And they're not giving out the Bhagavad Gita is free. They're printing there, but with the inflation... The cost that the Bhagavad Gita, a thousand pages in Russian with the full color pictures and the big Bhagavad Gita, it cost almost one week's salary for some of the people there. But still, they're getting 2,000 a day. People will... So you can imagine that if you give a week's salary to buy a book, will you read that book? Whole family will read it. I mean, the whole, they're gonna, definitely each book is gonna be read by a lot of people. So, they're really, uh, fired up. They sent a challenge out to all the temples that, uh, so we're going to be number one this year. Now you can fight amongst yourself who's going to be number two. <laughs> uh, I don't know the final result because it just ended the marathon uh, 
of the December month is the main marathon. So, I mean, if I fax uh, LA, I could probably find out. But they won't. We won't know the full picture until mid uh, January when all the scores come. In. I think the deadline's about the 10th of January to send in the scores. I heard you were here having a big December marathon. How many books got this to do? That's huge. You are doing it on behalf of Bengal or Bombay? Who gets who gets the score, Bombay or Muscat on the Sankirtan? No, Bombay will take it, they'll take the credit. Should be mentioned. Oh, they're doing hundred thousand. At least the individual scores are being put there. There's a list, the top distributors for the month of December, they'll put the top 300 distributors. So you can give that individual name, you can give like some code name. 